It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Have you ever felt like you needed an upgrade on your life? You know, most of us have, and there's a way to get it, says veteran physician Sanjay Jain. He is the author of Optimal Living 360, Smart Decision Making for a Balanced Life, and he's joining us today on Amy's Table. Welcome, Dr. Jain. How are you? Doing great. How about yourself? Good. I'm so impressed that as a physician, you are truly looking at the entire person, the total life uh, with this book. And, and you talk about the fact that we all have core assets. What are those core assets? Well, I define core assets using an acronym, and that's an easy way for people to remember. So I use the acronym called ASPIRES. So uh, A is uh, not part of the uh, core asset, but it's a-, a is for asset, S is for safety, P is physical, I intellectual, R relationships, E is economic, and S is spiritual. So this core asset pretty much encompasses your core assets in life. And so is is the uh, Optimal Living 360, when you talk about a balanced life, your aim is to help us all sort of spread ourselves out amongst these assets? Should we be trying to, you know, make them spend about the same amount of thought and energy on each asset? Well, you know, it's very, uh, I like to look at these assets kind of like, I'm not sure, uh, you know, many people have used a financial planner. And when they use a financial planner, they kind of go with the asset allocation when it comes to their financial portfolio, like stocks, bonds, mutual funds. So at different ages, they recommend, like, okay, when you're younger, invest in more stocks. When you're older, you want to be in more cash. So same thing with these life core assets. It's not going to be equal all the way in every single person's stage in life. Right. Uh, but it's going to change, but you should still have that element in your life. For example, if you're a student, you've got to crack the book. <laughs> That's your priority. So you're going to have a little bit more of a tilt on your assets toward the intellectual part. But when you are, let's say, if you're a professional athlete, well, you're going to have a little bit more of an uh, asset allocation in your physical part. If you're in the workforce, you're going to have a little bit more on maybe relationships and how you're dealing with people at work. And maybe uh, as you're older, maybe you want to focus more on the spirituality part. So it's going to, it's going to vary in different... Everybody's different. So I can't say a cookie cutter, you know what, everybody's going to be... Right. It's going to be... It's going to be based upon your situation in life, where you're at in life, you got to, you need these core assets, but it's going to change over time. So, you know, your circumstances might change. So there might be, uh, I guess that's what you call rebalancing your portfolio, rebalancing your core life assets. So you're going to, it's going to change and it's going to vary, but the whole bottom line is these six, these elements should still be there and not be wiped out. Right, that makes perfect sense. Well, you know, one of the things you talk about with each stage in life, wherever we are, you say life is short and we need to really live it to our fullest. And it sounds like that's kind of where this book came from, because you say live it optimally, as in the title of the book, Optimal Living 360. So how do we, no matter what stage we're in, go for the gusto and live to the fullest? Well, everybody is looking for that uh, the golden egg or something for the, you know, the uh, the uh, the key to the life, and really what it, it amounts to is is kind of looking yourself in the mirror and really being introspective and say, you know what, there are a lot of things I want to improve on. No one's perfect, and you have to accept yourself for who you are, but also say, hey, you know what, I can make improvements and I can make changes, 
and you have to be motivated and committed to it and have a positive attitude. So, and it, you're not going to do things overnight. So you've got to be patient with yourself if you want to lose weight or if you have other goals. It's going to take time. But what you really need to do is empower yourself with the knowledge, the tools to get you to where you are. So that's kind of what the book does. It kind of empowers the individual to get the knowledge, to understand what needs to be done, and go for it. Because it and, is their own life, after all. It's their life. And it's yeah. Their life. And here's, here's why I came up with this whole book, is because in my life, I would have advisors, too. Yes, I'm a doctor, but you know, some people are always there to advise you with a financial planner, a real estate advisor. And here's one good example. You know, when, I was, uh, in re- when I invested in real estate, the one-dimensional advice I got was, oh, it's a great investment. You'll, you'll make some good rental property returns, that sort of thing. What he, he failed to tell me is how much of a mental stress it would be mm-hmm. and how much physically taxing it would be. And that, that kind of encroaches into my other core assets. So these advisors tell you what they know about that one asset, but they don't tell you how to affect the other assets. So I went through a lot of stress. I went through a lot of uh, physical, you know, stress kind of going back and forth, waste a lot of time. They don't tell you those things. And so another example, the doctor might prescribe medication. You go to the pharmacy, and all of a sudden you see a $400 bill. Yikes. You know, that would have been, that would have been nice to have been told that that's how expensive it would have been and what the alternatives would be instead of that medication. So my whole point is that you're the one who's empowered. These advisors are great to get you that one-dimensional advice, but they don't look at the other dimensions, the other right. perspective. That's the whole purpose of this is to empower you. You're the CEO. You're the one who knows your life's better. You go to church, they'll ask for a donation. When do they ever ask you whether you can afford it for your financial plan? You know, what's your, maybe you can't afford it. We won't ask you for church donation. Right. Because you know your own financial situation better than anybody. Right. So it is, it really is. It's taking charge of your life when you live it to the fullest, owning it, understanding all of your options. I think your, your example of the real estate may have made money, but made the rest, other portions of your assets a wreck is so good. One of the things you mentioned that I want to ask you about is you said, you know, have a positive attitude. I'm so lucky that I, have a positive attitude as part of my nature. I, I can't change it. How do you help people develop this? Is it a skill or is it a birthright? I mean, how do you get that positive attitude that you almost need to tap into these assets? Well, the thing that's really important is to know where you are in life and kind of keep a perspective. You know, uh, the good thing is that being in this country, we're in one of the greatest countries in the world. And we get kind of spoiled with that. We don't realize how we have things that come very like second nature to us, but in other countries, they, it's a luxury item. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you know, if you travel and you look at what other people are going through, you kind of like come back and say, wow, I really appreciate what I had back home. And understanding the perspective can get a better appreciation for what you have in life. So I, I think it's being open-minded and that uh, and understanding, hey, this is what's going on around in the world, and I'm pretty lucky that I'm where I'm at at this point. Right, right. So literally counting your blessings. Yes. Well, Being appreciative where you're at. You know, one of the things is sometimes people get a little defensive about improving their lives, and, and why? Why do they feel that way? They get defensive because they think, you know what, everything's okay. Uh, why, why me? And 
it's a, it's a very common defense mechanism to feel defensive, you know, and, and people might feel, hey, you know, why don't you look at yourself uh, before you look at it? And that's a problem that, that's part of self-esteem. That's a self-esteem issue because people with good self-esteem can take advice can, and can take criticism and say, hey, you know, I think you can improve because you already feel good about yourself, but people who are defensive already have maybe a, a little bit of a, a self-esteem issue that they can't take criticism. Mm-hmm. And so there's something internally that needs to be looked at and say, wait, why, why is this person being defensive? And so people can take constructive criticism. That's a sign of good, positive self-esteem and good, positive self-image. That makes sense. So it really is, uh, you know, one of the, the elements that you shared is learn to tap your strengths and improve your weaknesses. And I'll tell you what, taking criticism or advice is, if you can't do it, is a weakness you need to work on, is what I'm hearing you say, which makes a lot of sense for sure. You know, everybody takes advice. I mean, uh, even the President of the United States gets advisors. He couldn't do what he does without his uh, White House advisors. Right. Every, everybody needs advice. You know, whether you're a presidential candidate, you got, uh, you know, advisors around you. Everybody has a financial advisor, you have a personal trainer advisor. There's advisors all over the place, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think it's those that expertise that people can provide you is what's going to help you get to where you're at. But it's really going to come down to yourself and whether you uh, implement it or whether you take that uh, uh, bits of criticism or perhaps some compliments and take it and run with it and implement it. So, you know, advice is great, but it's only as good as how well you can execute it. Right. That makes perfect sense. Well, leave us with this today. You know, there's so many articles, websites, stories about what the good life is. And do you think it's just there's so much that people are just starting to be confused by it all? Yes. I mean, there's an information overload out there. There's so many areas that people getting their information or misinformation. I, I can't blame people for feeling confused. When one person says it's good, one person says it's bad, it's, it's like a tug-of-war of information. And so, the, you know, I had to go through this. And so I, I went through a lot of research, and that's kind of what I did with the book, is kind of get through all that information overload and say, here, there's 30,000 diets out there. Which one? It doesn't, I, I couldn't name all the diets, like the one-day diet, two-day diet, three-day. There's so many things out there. So I had to, like, break it down to the core and really figure out what really makes sense. And so I, I try to make the book a very, you know, bottom line here this is what you need to do here's your steps and so that's what i think people need to do is really take that knowledge and empower themselves and and kind of be a critic of the information that's out there and say hey this doesn't really make sense and don't take every word for what it's worth you got to be kind of like uh you kind of have to look at it with a lens of okay this makes sense and um, I'll process it, but I'm going to, the one who's going to make that final decision. Right. Use what works for you. Well, the book is getting great reviews. And in fact, on the back of the book, one of the reviews says, read it, apply its principles and enjoy the results. And that's what you should do. It's optimal living 360 smart decisions, uh, decision making for a balanced life. And I'm going to put a link to Dr. Jane's website on amystable.com as well as some of his tips for optimal living. But Dr. Sanjay Jane, thank you so much for joining us today. Lots of great tips and inspiration. Really appreciate it. It was great talking to you. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. Q102. 
Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit shipt.com slash holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot slash holiday. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.